No. It, it, or gay, or it could have been gay DD again, distracting me. Whenever there's a boy down in this area, I get real distracted. Um, so I think that's about all my time. If we got the mediation going okay back here, is it? Are we? Thank you, Pam. Pam says that I look hot because of my calves. She's stalling. Do I need to do more time? Are we okay? Are we? <laughs> Mm, I I hear that a lot, and I can go. <laughs> I do hear that occasionally. This little Henrique, he got a lot of energy. Woo! But um, I think I am done. Is it okay? I mean, I think I'm finished. You finished? Did it feel good? I, damn it! I don't have a joke for this. You're setting. You're like set up, and I'm like I can't spike it. I'm, I blew my load already. Thank you, Pam. Will Brown, everybody. Yes. What a joy. What a wonderment. What a doll. What a great shirt. Right? Uh, you got to wear that next time. We'll, we'll do a, when COVID's over, we'll go to Portland together. And it's the Rose City. And we'll do, we'll do jokes together in your beautiful little Rose shirt. Yeah. Everybody clap it up again for Will Brown. Yay. The comedian, former known as another person who's a high school teacher, so we can't say who he is. I used to be a high school teacher. That used to be a thing I used to do. And uh, it was so, like, okay, so in high school, like, no one ever asked me out, and I was never asked to a dance or whatever. But then I became a high school teacher, and I was asked a junior prom four times when I was student teaching. Oh, yeah. I was 21, and I was asked to, I was like, this is so amazing. I was just asked of junior prom four times. And then, and then my, my master teacher came up to me because I was in teaching credential school, and she was like, so the clothes that you wear are kind of a problem? And I was like, I'm just wearing normal clothes. And she was like, no, 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 sweetheart. You're 22. You need to wear, like, a sackcloth. You need to dress like a Mormon. What are you doing? So I actually borrowed a bunch of clothes from my mom. <laughs> and it wasn't a problem ever again. It wasn't. I was, I was a special ed teacher for a long time. And uh, that's, uh, that, was, that was a lot of fun. This one time, I, uh, it, hey, hey, guys, are we, are we ready for Thomas? I don't, think that, I don't think that our next comedian was in special ed as a child. But he's young, he's young enough that he could have been in my class. You know what I mean? We played a lot of Oregon Trail. There was, I was a lazy, lazy teacher in 98. You know what I mean? I was like, play Oregon Trail. You died of dysentery. I know. Don't take bandages. What are you doing? Water. It's just so heavy to take all the water. Uh, hey, your next comedian, what a funny guy. He's been here for a bunch of open mics. This is his first time at, like, a real show. I'm really excited to bring him up. He's super, super funny. Put your hands together for Thomas, everyone. Yay! I told her to play uh, Busta Rhymes Touch It, but that hasn't come on yet. Can you put that on? Can you? Touch it, burn it, babe, launch it, turn it, turn it, turn it, turn it, turn it, turn it again. Okay, anyway. Uh, uh, it's my first time out in the outdoor crowd. Hold on, let me turn this. Let me bring this thing up. I'm a baby. Don't be mad at me, because I'm just a baby. I just started. Um, hey, guys, do you think when Morrissey... The Smiths guy, do you think when he sings happy birthday, he sings it like, you know, happy birthday to you? Or do you think he's like, 
Happy birthday to you. It's another year, another year of life and death and closer to the infernal oblivion. Do you think that is it about me or about you? Oh yeah, back to you. It's back to you. It's your birthday. Just wondering. Uh, another impression. Uh, this is uh, this is Vin Scully and Alanis Morissette in the commentary booth of a basketball game. So. Incredible play by LeBron James. Alanis, what do you think about that? High five! <laughs> Why do you think he's so dominant in his 19th year in the league? Well, what it all boils down to! He's strong, but he's nimble. He scores, but he delegates. He dunks, but he shoots it, baby! That's it. Uh, I'm still going to work. I'm still lucky enough to go to work uh, these days. Uh, I, you know, my probably the best moment of my day is when I first get there. Because in COVID times, uh, you got to still take your temperature. You got to keep a log of everyone's temperature. And uh, it's just a really pure moment where I walk in and I write my name down. And I just, I, I can really just take a, just, un, just go dark and just sort of raise something to my temple and just really feel like pulling the trigger. You know what I mean? It's just so nice. And then I just start the charade. And then I just become a worker again. Uh, yeah, anyway. Um, I don't know if anyone watches The Bachelor, but it's not coming back like you think it is when it comes back, if anyone likes The Bachelor. Uh, I mean, I remember loving it because it's such a great social experiment. It's like one top prize and 30 idiots. <laughs> Best of luck. But now, I mean, like, You'd watch it for like the social just angst of it all, like one guy kissing 10 ladies in a night, one lady kissing 10 guys in a night. I feel like if I told my friends today that I kissed 10 ladies last night before COVID, they'd be like, hell yeah, dude, getting it. You're, oh man, you know? If I told them that now, they'd be like, are you a, f are you a sociopath? Bro, are you trying to kill us? Think about someone besides yourself, maybe? I don't know. So I've thought of a new way. I've thought of a way that we can make Bachelor COVID safe, you know? First of all, everyone's got to wear a mask. Makes the mystery a little bit better. People get to have great eyes, but be ugly. Uh, you know? Six feet apart, people can't rip weaves. You got to, like, you got to throw shit. Stuff. One, that's my one. You gotta throw stuff. It's a little bit more athletic. Uh, and obviously you can't touch each other at all. So my alternative, maybe this isn't a uh, ABC show so much anymore. Maybe a little more Netflix, right? A little bit more energy. Um, but 
One top prize, 30 contestants, six feet distance. Our top prize has an app that controls everyone's vibrators, you know? They're just in there, you know? And he's just like, on dates, like, thank you so much for opening up to me about your mother's tragic suicide. That was really uh, brave of you. And um, I just feel like someone who can open up like that uh, really is someone I could see myself potentially maybe one day falling for. Did you feel that? You felt that, right? Uh, the other day, I was um, I was I was uh, having sexual congress, and um, in the <laughs> and in the in the flip in the in the position change, uh, my partner's uh, 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 ESPN alert went off because I guess she gets push notifications for ESPN, so it was like da na da na na. I was like, damn, am I about to make the top 10? <laughs> in the absence of sports, am I going to turn on ESPN tonight? And it's going to be like, coming in at number five, an absolutely flawless doggy to missionary transition. Watch how it doesn't leave, it doesn't leave the orifice. Check it out, guys. This guy's a master, masterful work. Coming in at number four. Uh, anyway. One minute? Okay. Uh, at my work, uh, I have this manager. He's not really, he's not my boss. He's just another manager. Uh, and he calls me T. Graz. And I'm like, don't, don't put that on me. Don't put that on me. My name's Thomas Graziano, but don't, don't, don't call me T. Graz like I'm J-Lo. I need to earn that nickname. Like, I'm not that cool. People earn those nicknames where you can just be the first initial and the first syllable. Right, like Jennifer Lopez, J-Lo, right? Paul Rodriguez, incredible skateboarder. P-Rod, you know? Gigi Hadid, all-star supermodel. Jihad, you know? <laughs> these, are pe these are things that people go by. And I'm not there yet. All right, I'd like to close with a really short uh, final impression because I'm I'm big into impressions. I would rather be an actor than a, than this thing. Um, but uh, <laughs> this is uh, this is Tom DeLonge. This is uh, uh, lead singer of the of Blink One Eighty Two uh, in the crowd of a music festival. Okay, so here it is. Where are you? <laughs> well, I'm so sorry. I cannot see you. I cannot jam tonight. <laughs> if you are not by my sign tonight. Thank you very much, everybody. <laughs> Keep it going. Keep it going for who's next? Anyone? Pam. Yeah, your gracious host, Pam. Yeah. Thomas, everyone! Hooray!
Is Rachel Pinson still here? There she is. You're going to go up next after this one little joke I have. Uh, so Thomas was just doing impressions. Uh, I, had a, I had a dream last night that Bjork was my therapist. Right? So Bjork's my therapist. And I look, it up, I look up at her in this dream, and I'm like, Bjork, why is my mom not proud of me? And she looks down at me with her loving eyes and her little swan friend. <laughs> and she says, your uterus is made of clouds. <laughs> and the, the polar bear only stops in the same river once. Don't let poets lie to you. Like <laughs> Bjork. And then I woke up and I was like, I know. And it didn't make any sense because no one knows who Bjork is. But you all did, which was great. Thank you for knowing who Bjork is. Anyone under 30 is like, what is your impression about? Like, what is, where is Iceland? That's a place. I thought it melted from global warming. That place still exists. Iceland is not made out of ice. It's actually made out of volcanoes. So that's weird, right? What kind of oxymoronic thing is that? Oh, we're going to call it Iceland, and it's made out of fire. <laughs> that's cool. That's, I love Bjork. Uh, I also love your next comedian. She is um, she's one of my favorite people here in San Francisco. She's like, so I have like six comedy sons, but they all suck, and she's my comedy daughter, and she's amazing. <laughs> Right? Because, like, women work hard and stuff. She has an amazing show here at the station on Tuesdays at 4 o'clock. It's called Always Free. It's all about the Rainbow Family. I don't know if any of you have ever been to Rainbow Gatherings, but they're amazing people. And they love each other and they feed each other. And if you have dinner for two, you have enough for three. And if you have enough for three, you have enough for four. And then 12 people come over and you're like, you can sleep over and you're my best friend. And then sometimes they do your dishes. Put your hands together, everybody. It's Rachel Pinson. I like being Pam's comedy daughter because for the first time in life, I'm the golden child. Yeah. Suck it, man. Uh, do you guys know Pancake? No. I'm his biggest fan. I was actually the head of his fan club until the restraining order. So if you see Pancake, don't, <laughs> don't tell him I'm here. Shh, he's looking. Oh, okay. All right. Hey, ladies. If you're a feminist, make some noise. Cool. Hey, men, if you're a feminist, just stay quiet, okay? <laughs> You've done enough talking. I'm like settling into mask culture more and more. Like we were all wearing a mask before, but now we're all in front about it, you know, it's cool. I think what I like most about it is like now my boss can't smell my beer breath at work. It's got some added benefits. No one knows if I have a cold sore. It's good, you know. You can't, you can't see my double chin when I'm looking at my phone. Like, there's some positives. <laughs> Thanks, Pam. <laughs> COVID is a really good time to break up with a clingy boyfriend too. It's like, hey man, 
if you're not going to give me the 100 yards that the, that the court recommended, you can give me the six feet that the CDC said, right? Something. I saw a dude shooting up on the street, and he was wearing a mask. It's like, you're wearing a mask, but you're raw-dogging a needle? Like, obviously, that was just for my health and safety. So I appreciate it. Yeah, exactly. I always like the, how environmentally conscious uh, California is. Like, I saw a guy taking a, a used heroin needle to freebase heroin off of a used t piece of tinfoil. You know, like, reduce, reuse, relapse. <laughs> like, it's not going to go up some turtle's nose, you know? It's progressive. I go through this thing where I like have to adjust my glasses because the condensation and the mask, and then I'm touching my face too much, and I'm not safe at all. You know, <laughs> that's the way I feel. I don't feel safe. <laughs> Something uh, I, I think a lot of us struggle with is body image, right? Like I'm not like thin enough to be conventionally hot, but I'm not fat enough to be fetishized for how fat I am yet. Like I can't do BBW porn like yet, but I'm working on it. You know, like one cheeseburger at a time. You know? <laughs> like thanks to COVID pounds. But I constantly get mistaken for being pregnant. Does that ever happen to you? I know, it's super relatable. <laughs> it really is. But, you know, instead of being down on myself or negative, we're into body positivity or something like that, right? Right? I just figure I can use this to my advantage. So when I see the BART coming and it's full of people, I just kind of like waddle on there with my hand on my belly button <laughs> and this look on my face like I'm holding in a fart. <laughs> like maybe someone will notice, like, ma'am, would you like to sit down? Like, <laughs> well, <laughs> priority seeing, that's so, that's so kind of you. <laughs> and they'll start asking me questions like, hey, how far along are you? Oh, just like two more stops. <laughs> two more stops and I'm home. <laughs> I think a, a new advantage is like, I'm pretty sure there's a fetish for everything. There's got to be a fetish for pregnant chicks, right? So I'm trying to work that too. So it's like, I look super pregnant. I'm smoking a cigarette. I'm walking down the... <laughs> down the road with a beer, no mask, complete head turner, you know? <laughs> like, who wants to have a threesome? <laughs> you know, like, make my next shot a double because I'm drinking for two. <laughs> drinking for two. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I really didn't expect to come up, so I'm glad you guys are here. <laughs> yeah. When COVID started, everyone was like, we need to stock up on toilet paper. We're going to run out of toilet paper. So I bought a bunch of toilet paper. I stocked up on it, but nobody prepared me for how quickly I was going to go through batteries because I'm lonely. <laughs> Back order on, online. It's <laughs> sucks. I got invited to a dinner party once, but it turns out it wasn't a dinner party. It was the Donner party. I wasn't going to stay, but there was still free food. <coughs> like I used to watch what I eat, but then they stopped letting me babysit, you know? <laughs> I like to eat babies. Okay, I admit it. Is this like premature babies, like super premature babies? You know what I'm talking about, like sperm. Yeah, yeah. He gets it. <laughs> I'm a cannibal. I don't know if I love lesbians or just the way they taste, you know? <laughs> Can't decide. <laughs> I think that's all my cannibalism jokes. Hey, how come we 
how come we romanticize vampires so much? Like, why aren't we romanticizing zombies? Like, they're good biters, right? Like, my question is, if you have a, a muzzle on a zombie and you have sex with them, they don't bite you, can you turn into a zombie? You think it's safe? All right, I, you, with the confidence of the way you're saying that, I believe you. And they can, like, they can pull off their limbs and stuff. It's like, yeah, I'm sure you've been fisted, but have you ever been wristed by a zombie? I don't know. Uh, <laughs> I'm a romantic person, you know? That's <laughs> like, why do vampires get all the... I don't get it. <laughs> What? <laughs> the host is paying really good attention. She told me to tell the zombie joke. Do you want to hear it again? <laughs> Man, <clears throat> I grew up in uh, the Midwest, actually. Actually, I grew up in Ohio. If you look at a map, there's nothing west about it. But nobody believes me when I say Middle Eastern, so I don't know. What am I supposed to say? I had two lesbian moms growing up, which was awesome, for sure. But everyone would ask me all these questions. Like, oh, man, two moms, that's weird. Was it rough? Like, no. Like, it wasn't weird until you asked me that question. I didn't even know that could be weird. But now I live in the Bay Area, it's a different concern. They're like, oh man, two moms in the Midwest? That's weird, was it rough? I'm like, yeah, it was weird. We didn't even have an ocean. We just had a lake you can set on fire. <laughs> it doesn't even count as water, if you ask me. <laughs> I used to think it was really hard for me to turn down white guys for dates because I didn't want to be responsible for the next mass shooting. But now we're not allowed to gather. I don't think it's a problem. <laughs> I had to turn a guy down the other day that wanted to date me. Like, I don't want to sound prejudiced or anything. But he told me that he wanted to be a cop. And I just can't date somebody like that. You know, like, my parents never raised me to be a cop lover. Like, I would never bring a snitch home to the dinner table. It's <laughs> an awkward Thanksgiving. You know, and I like NWA just as much as the next white lady on a microphone on the street corner in San Francisco. And I know what's going on, you know, in the news and everything, but every time I hear F the police, I can't cast F the police, F the police. I'm like, no, man, that's how you make more police. You F them and they multiply. <laughs> I say F a judge and get everybody off. Sometimes I get dick pics. I don't know how to feel about it. But I, I, I started to think, like, maybe it's like when a cat brings you a dead animal. Like, even if you're disgusted and you're not really into it, they're just trying to show you affection, you know? Like, I cared about you so much. <laughs> I just, I love this. I want you to love this. <laughs> I did this for you. I'm like, all right. <laughs> right on. Thanks. <laughs> I have one minute. And now, as soon as she said that, I'm like, I have jokes? Okay. <laughs> Do I? 
I grew up super trashy, but I didn't know that until other people pointed it out. Like I went to college and people were like, do you want to go thrifting? And I'm like, you mean back to school shopping? <laughs> like I already, I already did that. Like I thought I looked, I thought I, <laughs> I, thought I looked nice. <laughs> I had a, a boyfriend in high school and I had called him. I'm like, you need to get checked. And he's like, oh my God, have you been cheating on me? I'm like, for head lice, relax, dude. Like <laughs> relax. And I dated this guy. I think he like fetishized me for being trashy a little bit because he's like, "Can you say something to me?" But like in a country accent. Like that's weird. Okay, I'm 13 years old. Don't tell me how to raise my baby. <laughs> <laughs> Mama didn't pay the water bill. That's okay because we got Mountain Dew. <laughs> we don't need no water. We got pops. <laughs> I want you to kiss me wildly and passionately like my cousin when he wants one of my oxies. <laughs> one thing I noticed like moving to California is like, people are really sensitive when it comes to language. Like I can't use the R word anymore. Like anytime I accuse anybody of being a, a Republican, they get so mad. <laughs> but I get it, it's because they put a retard in the White House. <laughs> All right, thanks everyone. Rachel Pinson, killer set. Heck yeah. Uh, we this is. I'm gonna do just one more joke and then we're we're done here. I'm just gonna leave you guys. You seem like a like a crowd that's into equality. Equality now, right? Yeah. I think I think that we can accomplish this right now through PG-13 movies, right? Stick with me for a second. If you cover up the nipple. You can see 180% side boob in a PG-13 movie. You also get to see the butt, which I'm into. All the butt. Let's show the butt, yeah. But what I'm saying for equality, what I'd like to see is some side scrote. <laughs> right? Cool, because the balls, the balls are covered. And so let's imagine together a Martin Scorsese film, right, starring Nicolas Cage. He's old. His balls hang very deep. There, there's an infinity pool and the sun is going down and Nick Cage is swimming toward the steps, right? And he's coming out the steps and his balls are deep in the water. <laughs> and his member is above the stairs. And what we get to see is this amazing stained glass side scrote. Side scrote for equality. Equality now, everyone. Equality now. Side scrote for everyone. I want to see it hairy. I want to see it shorn. I want to see it. It's just like side boob. It's beautiful, gorgeous. Also under boob. I want more under boob. Right? Here's the other thing. You know what I find the sexiest thing right now on really any body type is someone who has stretch marks but they've got skinny and I feel like it's the biggest loser. Like I want to touch all, I want to touch all of the time period that they went. I'm like, I love your work. Like I see your perseverance. This is like your body says perseverance and dedication. And that's really hot to me. I'm like, look how hard you worked. And I can see that stretch marks. If you don't think stretch marks are sexy, you're a jerk face. Like, respect!
Respect. I want to see anybody with stretch marks. Like, give me some pictures later. <laughs> I don't want your dick pics. I want your stretch mark pics. I want to see, like, that side with, like, that, uh. Demarcation of time. Also, tattoos are hot. Same thing. Same thing. Thank you guys all for being here so much. I really, really appreciate it. Uh, there's a thing over here you can put money in if you like the show. You can, on Venmo, we're Mutiny Radio, all one word. There's a Mutiny Radio FM, too. I didn't make that. I don't know who did. Don't do it to that one. I don't know who that is. Ah, the haters are everywhere. But the Mutiny Radio, all one word, that's us. And um, there's money up here. Thank you so much. We do this every Friday at 7 o'clock. Seriously, thank you so much for being here. Thank you for being socially distanced. COVID is terrible, but we're trying our best. Love you all. Thank you. Good night. Yay! Tired of swimming through a sea of podcasts. Are ye on a raft without a patter? Well, gather around me, sea dogs, and get aboard me pirate ship as we set sail for the seas of MutinyRadio.fm. From there, you can captain your own pirate ship as you sail through over 44 different shows for all of your listening pleasures. They've got live comedy to small business advice, LGBTQ-friendly to sports, vinyl to gutter punk, MutinyRadio.fm has the best programming the Internet Ocean has to offer you. I bet my peg leg on it, or I ain't scurvy shit-faced McRat. <laughs> Anti-Trump is the antivirus or antibody to the Trump virus. We're a global alliance of humans standing up against the Trump brand. Antitrump.com started four years ago on March 19th, 2016 with two sketches and a dream for a better world. Nobody thought it was going to be this bad. Most of us probably figured it would just be four more years of the same old. He was a 70-year-old babbling Nimrod. How bad could it really be? Treason is the last of his felonious activities. The Trump brand has hijacked our government and sold Lady Liberty to the mob. We are a leaderless and without the most basic healthcare systems and community services. COVID-19 is a pandemic, but the Trump brand is the virus. Welcome to the antivirus. Go to antitrump.com and spread the word. Individual politics aren't important. What is important is that we stand together as a unified voice and say enough is enough. That's antitrump.com. Welcome to Strictly Bad Vibes, your personal complaint department. Um. What, what the hell are we talking about? Um, whiny people and their stupid complaints that we requested they send us. Why do we do this? Why, why are we doing this? <laughs> None of which matters in this equation because it is his choice to carry such horse shit on the fucking train. 
and he was yelling. He was like, "Move it, bitch! Move it, bitch!" And uh, and uh, I wasn't. I wasn't. I'm just not. I'm not moving it. You know, I've arrived. Why should I move? I don't like what work has been giving us at our free lunches. One one five three four zero one nine seven six, and it does not spell anything. One one five three four zero. One nine seven six. Go for it. Call in, guys. jokes and they'll even say nice things to you before they tell you how to get improvements no way what is this dag dabbit 
thing called? It's Joke Workshop. Joke Workshop? Yep, every Monday, 6 to 8 p.m. on the Mutant Radius. So you're saying I could tell my jokes every Monday from 6 to 8? That's what I'm saying. It's the Joke Workshop Mondays, 6 to 8 p.m. at the Mutant Radius. Yahoo! <laughs> Good evening there, my friends here at MutinyRadio.fm. Chester Cashcock here, and giving you my love and regard as well as movies over there. And uh, I just wanted to let you guys know that any time I go swimming in my vault of rare coins and piles and piles of filthy cash, I can't help but listen to Pamtastic's Comedy Clubhouse every Friday from 8 to 10 p.m. I mean, if anyone who knows anything about comedy knows that Pamtastic's books the best of San Francisco and Beyond's underground comics. It's a great showcase, and they have a fun time at Pamtastic's deep in the Mission District where you can laugh off your tushy for mere fun every Friday to 10 p.m. And I laugh because $5, I mean, that's what I use to wipe my tushy with. So to laugh it off for a mere $5 is indubitious. But if you can't make it to Mutiny Radio, well, don't even worry. Don't fret at all. You can simply download the podcast post-show and giggle in the comfort of anywhere, like your Aspen summer home on the mountain ridge with the kayak feeling. So then all you got to do is just go to podcastics.pcrcollective.org slash comedy clubhouse, or you can listen live every Friday from 8 to 10 p.m. as your host Pam Benjamin brings you the best comedy from San Francisco and beyond the universe. And what's better than the universe? It's a cash cock, honey. I'm Michael Spiegelman. And I am Carl, not Spiegelman. We're hosts of... Follow us on podcast by with our acronym L W A F L M O Y T. We watch a full length movie on YouTube with you, and you listen to the podcast and yeah. watch the movie at the same right. time. Yeah, L W A F L M O Y T. Yeah, That's every Sunday, two p.m. Pacific Standard Time, or if you're Carl, five percent. Five yeah, right. Standard. I'm so lazy. Three hours later, I finally get to the show. Five p.m. Let's hear the theme song. Oh, oh da, 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 da. Uh, let's watch full, full length. length. Oh, wait, let's do a full minute promo. Oh, never mind. Bye. See, ya. See you next month. What's up, Oakland? Have you been missing out on live music and comedy? Remember Killer Dinners? Don't worry about a thing, because Soul Sausage Presents Pan Dementia has brought you the hottest, freshest, sexiest new beast in the Bay Area. The Oakland Unicorn Speakeasy Comedy and Dinner Club in Koreatown, Northgate. Featuring comedians from NBC, MTV, Comedy Central, Soul Sausage TV, and YouTube. Tickets and packages, showtimes, and information are all at oaklandunicorn.com. Sponsored by Soul Sausage, Reek Disc Electronics, and True Healing Collective. Grand opening weekend, August 6th through 9th 
featuring Kabir Singh and Xander Beltran. Tickets on sale now at oaklandunicorn.com. That's oaklandunicorn.com. you are here and and i'm glad you chose the movie oh my god yeah i did choose the movie what we'd like to do is we want to watch a movie on youtube with you and these are movies that i've read about as a kid and now that youtube exists i can just watch it i don't have to read about it uh yeah carl so uh carl usually uh i usually tell carl the movie i pick a movie and then carl researches it we have such a show this week we, uh, Carl picked the movie for me, so we're going to watch a, a particular movie. But before we start, we want to make sure you subscribe to us. Uh, our podcast name is the acronym L-W-A-F-L-M-O-Y-T. We also have a great YouTube channel with that acronym and a Twitter account with 35 uh, followers. And we are also on Facebook as Let's Watch a Full Length Movie on YouTube. That's how you can find our podcast information. We stream first on mutinyradio.fm which is a streaming internet service. We're listed, by the way, on their Wikipedia page. Mm-hmm. Our show is. Someone listed your last name. But Hey, if you're listening to Mutiny Radio right now, you're in the middle of Pamtastic's Comedy Clubhouse. It started uh, with the end of the outdoor show, and now we're inside, and uh, we should put some uh, microphones near Josh Kahn is what we should do and we're going to do that. Yeah. 
See no future, pay no rent, little body son, nowhere to go. But down the corner, coming back, Sunday morning, turning back, little girl of son, nowhere to go. And oh, that magic feeling, nowhere to go. was a bust was that on the air was that it on the air that was terrible that was a bust that was entirely on the air josh khan and like i've been saying for a long time we need to start recording you and we need to start broadcasting you on the no. mutiny radio advertisements dude you need to get on these advertisements i am you're not fizzling on these advertisals dude come right. on now all right, let's talk you about... You're a cash cow for mutiny. Your talent talk about is unprecedented, let's son. Let's talk about my ride. Thank you, honey. Thank you so much. Let's I want to hear you get freaky. Come, come back next week. Dude, thank you, guys. I love you. For sure, please do. Bring your I want to hear you get down. Get down, homie. Get, get down. down. I don't even know. We don't even know. Are these children ours? <laughs> so you thought you might like to go to the show. Boo, 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 boo. To feel 
build a wall No confusion and space cadet glow Boom, boom, boom I got some bad news for you, sunshine Is this not what you expected to see? If you wanna find out what's behind these cold eyes You just got to claw your way Dragging behind you a silent reproach of a million tear-stained eyes. Don't be surprised when a crack in thin ice appears under your feet. You go out of your defeat, out of your mind, your defeat thrown out behind you.
I'm no man. I'm 13 years old. <laughs> Don't tell me. I just stop stealing people's jokes. That was actually something me and my best friend Motherfucking cheese and crackers, Pam provides all you motherfuckers need to get on a girlfriend me tonight. Hey, you fucking cheese and crackers, cheese and crackers, so many crackers. Don't some people right now. say it's racist to call people crackers, but crackers. It's all about the crackers, my friends. And crackers, not just, just cheese. Just kidding, just kidding. All right, there we are. Uh, Josh Kahn has been playing piano for a while. We love it. We love everything he's doing. He's been doing this. Last week, we had a cello player here, and they played a beautiful song. And uh, everything is wonderful here at Muni Radio. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to play a little music here in the interim, uh, and then Josh Kahn will probably want to come back and play more things hey, if people want requests that are listening they should donate and I will uh, basically I will play requests for money for mutiny radio vaccines that are being in fact that's what's happening um, you know bodies being <laughs> buried and uh, people getting sick or not sick you know or asymptomatic I think, you know, testing's great. You know, we're going to get, um, hopefully, there, there's there, there's a, a shit ton of money that's being spent right now to try to figure things out, right? So, um, everything's changing, all this, you know, the, the everything is changing. So, that's, you know, and people are scrambling. So, there's the, there, <laughs> there, are, there are those who exist, um, uh, at the uh, the periphery of uh, society and technology and and uh, and exist on those 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 real cutting edges and I'm not <laughs> one of those so uh, you know I'm, I'm laying back and um, but I think that uh, as this as things redevelop so I think you know we got a taster of what this, this w- that we're all like one world, right? I mean, <laughs> it's like it's undeniable. Although uh, you know you could try to you know throw up the walls, and you know maybe you can. Maybe you live in a place where it's like you know you see people once in a while, and it's like if the people that you just saw weren't like the ones you've seen for the last like ten years, it's just like wait a second, you know something's wrong, but it's not. I mean, it's just. That's that's what it is. Everything is in a constant flux, right, in this world and society and development and all that. I'm uh, I'm hoping that um, it's not uh, a uh, particularly uh, well. I think I think I think we'll be. I think we'll make it 
you know like i mean that's you know it's like what we'll make it like who's we um yeah who is we uh, humanity will you know right i mean it, I, I don't know <laughs> like how you know you whittle it down um there's a lot of people but it's you know people can and uh, yeah it's always it's going to be something on a uh, um you know microscopic level i mean that's it right i mean that's that's god right there god's microscopic <laughs> that's why no one's ever seen him man it's like even with a microscope we can't um let me get back to these records uh i'm, I'm not even getting back i'm just getting to them so what did we do we had um uh neil young a lot of love that's uh the uh, comes a time record that's a that's a good one let me uh let me grab these And before that, we had um, deeper, <laughs> deeper, uh, Pink Floyd. <laughs> Pink Floyd from the uh, metal record doing uh, one of these days. I'm going to cut you into little pieces. Uh, there are many versions of that out there. There's even kind of a mariachi version that's really, really good. Uh, you know, you can seek that out on your own. <laughs> Can't give any more details. Uh, Lidded Skittered, we did uh, uh, Needle in the Spoon. That's a good, that's a groovy number. Uh, Atlanta Rhythm Section, <laughs> I am so into you. That is the, that's the slickest song. It just cracks me up because they're like Atlanta Rhythm Section, right? So I guess all these dudes were like um, seasoned studio musicians and they got together and uh, wrote a few hit singles. She never got the same address in conversation. She spoke just like a baroness. And I'm trying to educate my love and answer to when you are in class. Perfume came naturally from Paris, naturally. What thought she could have had this? Shit. Extraordinarily nice. She's a I think I did better at comedy tonight than music, which is a first. That's hard.
was tough, man. That was a good request, though. I gotta say, you beat me there, for real. All right, calling the mutiny radio. Um, what's the number? Mutinyradio.fm here and .sf. Everything's gonna be okay, even through the COVID. Four one five 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 zero zero five one one. Four one five 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 zero zero five one one. You gotta call us here. You gotta get something done. Four one five 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 zero one one. Listen to Pam. I just want to say if folks out there in Radio Land ain't want to pitch in a couple of dollars to Mutiny Radio, well, they're plumb flummoxed up the hoo-ha. If you like free speech, calm down here. If you like free speech, you like free speech, calm down, don't fear. We got tons of stage time here, Mondays and Fridays, sometimes Saturdays, and sometimes Sundays. Beauty. Make sure you get out and donate to Mutiny Radio. I used to, people get confused. They see my microphone tattooed on my arm and they think that it has something to do with comedy. Nay, this is a karaoke microphone, motherfuckers. (laughs) This is my 100%, this is my sure microphone that I brought to my karaoke, I mean, to my tattoo artist. And I was like, this is my karaoke microphone. I want you to tattoo this on me. And then he practiced it, and then he drew it on me, and I love it. That's my favorite and tattoo that you got. people all the time are like, oh, oh, so you like, you're so good at comedy that you like. I'm like, no, I don't fucking claim to be good at comedy. This is a karaoke microphone, motherfuckers. Yeah. I can sing, not, and I don't have a good voice. I'm a performer. And oh, this, yeah, here's the thing about karaoke, is that the harder you try, the better you are. And that's why I love karaoke, because it's putting your insides on the outsides, and that's what karaoke is about. It's not about singing great. It's about being a complete and amazing person. Seriously, do like, it. 
I'm sorry. I'm gonna say I will show up at your front door at some point this week and accost you with my verbals if you don't if no, you don't I'm, donate. All I'm asking I will show up at your house. I asked, all I asked of certain comedians was that for all the time I give them, just could you pass the GoFundMe once a week? But that is too much for these fucking entitled motherfuckers to deal with. Oh, oh, you have a dream? Oh, you're supporting me and my dream? But you know what? I'm not going to do shit for you. Oh, everything I'm doing has to do with Mutiny Radio, but I'm not going to tag Mutiny Radio because it's all about me. It's all about me, and I'm a man, and where the fuck are you? Well, I'm, I'm the strong woman behind all the comedians fucking keeping it alive. And can they say motherfucking shit about me? Clearly not. Oh, I'm a man. And I got things to say. And everyone appreciates me. And if I had a vagina, no. Anyway, because they're selfish pieces of fuck. Because they're men and they get everything anyway. And they can't even sing, those motherfuckers. I have a lot of feelings about this. Here's the thing. When you press your tits up against the glass ceiling, at least you could make some cleavage, am I right? <laughs> so that my boobs are too small to get a pearl necklace, but I've given my fair share of pearl hair. Chains, keys. What's it called? It's a, it's a, it's a pearl keychain. That's right. <laughs> Cause the cum's all over my wrist Cause I'm working hard and you never do anything for me When are you gonna eat my clit, you fucking assholes? Oh, but it's all about me Oh, is it? Is it all about you, men? For misogyny? For, for forever? I've got a dildo with so I don't need a man I've got a vibrator that plugs into the wall, so I just have to prepare for when I have to have it. Oh, oh, oh. I have to Know how soft a cat's paw is. Maybe you don't know. Thank you, Josh Khan. That was beautiful. That was fun. Yay! I this love is an excellent cookie. I love to sing. 
Yeah, we should. Um, you need to get the size of piano that you can like lay on top of in a cocktail dress or clear off Thank the you. top of it. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah, I've always wanted to lay on top um, of something in a cocktail dress. I think that would, you know. I have a bunch of cocktail dresses because I haven't changed sizes since I was in high school. So, yeah, I've got four fucking prom dresses. I think that might sort Absolutely. of bring in the donations, really, if you uh, were to get in a cocktail dress and, and split is that, is that what'll make it work? Yeah. That's a really misogynist thing to say, but no, we fine, need to fine. reflect on the fact that I'm a comedian and a musician because I'm not serious. Hashtag equality. Hashtag equality. Hashtag. Well, you know all about. I fight sexism in music, right? I started that all male version of the cranberries called the manberries. Mm. Right? Zombie. Zombie, yeah. zombie, eh, eh, that song sucked, but now zombies are cool. I like them songs, man. That song, you know, that joke is not not what it seems. Zombie. That's right. Uh, you have to can, let it linger. We don't. Uh, you're amazing. Yeah, are you enjoying that? Uh, that Sam so Sam good. chose this the, is the exact Sam chose the flavor. It's uh, it's white chocolate macadamia. And earlier I said I can't afford macadamia nuts because they're a rich man's nut, but then I found them on sale at Gross Out, so it was okay. This is like the apex. Thank you. I know. Of I make the best cookies, and people don't always tell me how this great my cookies are, but I know I don't need I don't need someone to tell me how great my cookies are. I have a cookie tattoo well, on my shoulder. I'm gonna fucking tell you anyway. Because I know that I fucking rock the shit. Listen, this isn't the best pot cookie of yours that I've ever had. It's like the best cookie I've ever Thank had. You. Thank or you. Pot or not, actually. Like, I know there's just, weed in it, too. It's just a Even if it wasn't, cookie, I would just be stoked on the deliciousness weed. of it. Wait till you try my pot stuff. So I just made a new batch today of really great olive oil. I used some really hot, awesome olive oil, like really expensive olive oil. And I, I put my weed into it. I let it sit for two weeks. And then I make either um, pot kacha or faganja. Uh -huh. It's pot, it's, it's pacacha, it's right. pot kacha. Right, or I make it into pasta. And I make my own pasta from scratch, but I use the pot um, olive oil. And here's the thing. So if you bring olive oil over 172 degrees, it changes the flavor of it because it does a thing with like, I don't know, chemistry or something that like fucking changes it. So I don't even do that. I, I uh, carve my weed, I decarb my weed. I put it in a thing, I put the olive oil over it and let it sit for two weeks so that the olive oil still has all of its awesome flavors and then it has all the weed in it. Anyway, and then I make pot, pot pasta out of it. And oh my God, I can make like a ravioli that'll blow your mind. And, and you get high off it. I know. Shut it to fucking Sam. What? Sam. Yo! Can I try something out on you? Absolutely, Josh. Fun! This microphone. Okay, it goes like this. I want phones. Phones. I'll grind Chinese kids' bones for better phones. <laughs> so you want to do Coldplay? You know what? Here's Is that not thing. okay? Um, Chuck Klosterman wrote okay. an amazing... Chuck Klosterman wrote an amazing um, diatribe on Coldplay, and he said that they ruined, Coldplay ruined romance because it gave, 
it, it gave it an unrealistic expectation of romance because the songs are so pretty. It's a I, really great Chuck Klosterman fucking I wanna thing. I want to see, I would like to see, please, them eviscerate uh, the lead singer from Coldplay and Gwyneth Paltrow the same way that they did Will and Jada. Absolutely. Can, can we take them apart the same way? Can we make Gwyneth yes. and can we make Gwyneth and Coldplay guys sit at the red table together and talk? It's your world, Josh. Just Kong. talk it out. It's your world. I want to know why. Now talk it out. Now so talk it out. Now Jada, who? What? Okay, let's let's Jada give me a recap because I was disassociated. Jada Pinkett Smith. <laughs> Smith is so hot. Gonna be a cuck, Mr. Will Smith. Was Jada Smith in The Matrix? Yes, Jada Pinkett Smith was in The Matrix. She's one of the hottest people in The Matrix. Okay, maybe I was nine when I watched that movie. I'm blowing smoke directly into the microphone, oh, look, if anyone can playing. feel it. Yeah, dar, 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 dar. It's all about Shit. Mario. Mario was my first crush. That mustache? Wow. Yeah. Imagine just a big construction worker Italian man fucking your tits, dude. That is it. He's from Jersey. Oh, yeah. Jersey, baby. <laughs> Jersey, baby. Does anybody on the air have some chapstick? Because I'm I struggling. I so Thank much you so much. I'm really having a bad time. Let's fucking pod, dude. Let's fucking go. Let's fucking pod. Let's pod. What? No, I want the good marketing. Ah, fine. I'll get the bad table. All right, we're gonna we're gonna pot it out a little bit. We got we're uh, here. We are in the middle of Pam Tastis Comedy Clubhouse. It started with the uh, awesome end of the outdoor show. Yeah. Oh dear Lord. Pam is accepting um, a beer right now. So For those of you at home, Pam is accepting oh, a beer loud. right now. It's too loud. It's too loud. Uh, everybody should be listening back to either this podcast or the one before. Rachel Pinson had a killer set on the beginning of this. She's so hilarious and so amazing. No, nobody's after you, sweet baby. Rachel, I love you. You're amazing. Does anybody know if Cumberland is a good neighborhood? Is Cumberland a good neighborhood? you're amazing. Pull off all the, the condoms. There's so many condoms on the mics. We're trying to keep it Just clandestine. Just a small brown squirrel. <laughs> Just a small brown squirrel. That's very funny. I love squirrels. Can I have one of stickers? Yes, you can have all the stickers, Josh Kahn. You can have anything you want. Can I have one? You can have all the stickers. Pick one because I already took two last week, but I put them on my water bottle. And mm. I, wanna, like, I like the hands. Pulling All back the veil, we're giving away stickers. Oh, okay, so this is a duplicate. Oh, wait. Do you need, do you need a, do you need a, I have an opener right here, Sam. I have an opener okay, right here. Cat ones. Here, I'm throwing it at you. 
Does anybody know what love nice is? <laughs> so I memorized, I memorized a song this week. Um, Suf John Stevens. Oh my emo. God, so, emo! I know, so emo. His song of the only thing that keeps me from driving this car. Uh, that song, I memorized the whole thing this week. Oh, I've been singing it everywhere. It's a really good. It's very. It's all about suicide, which is weird. Exactly. But it makes me feel better. I don't know what's going on. I don't know. Suicide songs make me sad. I don't. Oh, no, you don't no. know. What's wrong with you? Oh no, they make me sad. Wow. Suicide so songs make me sad. If you guys want an extra so microphone, different. you can grab one from out there and bring it around. Especially Mike. We can all pod. <laughs> Sam can play music too if he wants or whatever. He can whatever he wants to do. Mm-hmm. How many tattoos do you have, uh, Bella? I have 11. Oh, and you're 22? Yes. Jesus Christ. I don't even know if I have 11. I might have 46. 12. I might have 12. Honestly, Jesus I don't know. Christ. Some of them I gave to myself when I was 15, or my you friends gave to me. You tattooed yourself? Let me see your stick and poke. Okay, here's my funny foot, but also someone pointed out to me, wouldn't it be funnier if you tattooed funny on your funny bone? And then I was like, I'm going to kill myself so I could start over, start this shit the fuck over so I can tattoo. So I only have, I only have one tattoo I've done myself, Bella. And it's this one on my leg, and it says, oh, man. Oh, man. Because when um, my tattoo artist who did the majority of my work, if you get enough tattoos from him, he lets you tattoo yourself with his his gun, but you have to write, oh, man. (laughs) Oh, I get that. Oh, man. Because when you wake up in the morning, you're like, oh, man. But uh, he got pissed at me because he was like, you're supposed to do it closer to your knee, and it needs to look more metal. And I was like, I'm tattooing myself. I'm going to do it any way I fucking want, bro. <laughs> yeah, do whatever the I fuck you want, dude. I script, and it's at the same site, because I have this other tattoo on my thing. So I wanted him to be, like, matched. Hello, viewers. I will give someone a million dollars to bring me a michelada to the station right now. A million dollars. A million dollars. I want a tall boy. One million doll hairs. <laughs> I don't need... Your money's no good here, Bella Dillman. My money's no good here, ladies and gentlemen. Did you hear that? Drink that. Drink that. Um, who has a lighter? Ladies and germs. Somewhere. No one has a lighter. I should. I do have one. It's um, pretty. Look at this pretty... Look at this. Oh, thank you. I tried. The hot water turns on and off. I know. I'm not The cold water's underneath with the thing. Everything's falling apart here. The trough. This is where I am. This is where I give Pam the I give Pam the lighter. lighter. Don't, yeah, see? Hello, ladies and gentlemen. My hey, name hey, is hey, Bella listen. Dillman. Do you guys? I do comedy okay. and. I can help. Look at I mean, if you can't figure it out, I've I have got a good left up on Joe. I have a good. I have a good. I have a good. I have a good uh, turn of the century joke, or not turn of the century, like American colonization joke. That's like not even the same, but okay. It's a hundred percent not the same. Okay. okay, so the reason why uh, 
people colonized America is because the first people who came here started sending flex letters to Europe. Like, they were saying, like, they were saying shit like, oh, you like rough sex? You wouldn't imagine what the girls do here. You don't just pull hair. You can keep it. That's a scalping joke. Has anyone ever heard of scalping? Also, also a very strange thing that happens in Indian culture is uh, with some certain, I don't know if it's Hindu or whatever, but they're supposed to shave their, they're supposed to grow their hair out until they're like 18 or 19, and then they go to this fucking, um, fucking temple, and they have to shave their head for God or whatever. But then people take the hair and they sell it to wig makers in the United States. Oh my All God! These gorgeous uh, Indian women are shaving off their heads after they've been growing their hair since they were babies. Wow. So we're talking about long fucking hair, and they do it for their religion, and they shave it off, and then they don't get any money from their hair being sold. That's like but the if I'm religion. going to shave my head, I better at least get a spread in a tabloid like Britney Spears. Amen. Amen. You know why Britney shaved her head? Is that because she, she was. Under the control of her father. No, because she knew she was going to get a drug test. She knew she was going to get a drug test. And if they do a hair test, she do- everything's in your hair. You so, know like, that? of course. Uh, hey, I know exactly. Yeah, How do you it, know that? It, like, How do I because know that everything's in your hair? Because, because you're, it's dead skin. Hold on, but Pam. Blockbuster Pam, used to do Pam, that in the fucking 90s. Pam, let me just ask you a question real quick. How do you know that Britney wanted to do. She wanted to shave her head because of drug tests. Because do you know that? she was worried about losing her children. I disagree. So How do you know that? I disagree because I think she was having a nervous breakdown. I, I don't Damn. think that we can discount. Hold on. One thing. Hold on. She had to shave her head so she wouldn't get in trouble and she wouldn't. Oh baby, baby. Drug test her hair. So you. Oh baby, baby. Hold on. Oh my God. Oh baby, baby. How was I supposed to know that something wasn't right, yeah? Oh, baby, baby, I shouldn't have let you go. situation does not reflect this song (laughs) i promise (laughs) i promise everything's fine (laughs) are you sure i think she does protest too much i think that like yeah that was kind of weird channeling like (laughs) i am britney i have shaved my head on stage because of britney as a tribute you grew all that shit back? The whole time you were singing, I was like wanting to look over my shoulder because I would be afraid of Britney Spears. I have a video of me shaving my head on stage because of Britney Spears. Because you're not a coward. We played Lucky by Britney Spears. Do you, do you all know that hard hitter? Damn. 
Why do my tears come at night? You know? I'm not that deep into Britney. Oh, I'm I'm mad deep. She did. She did write a poetry book in 2001, and it made me very angry. Uh, and she had a poem that was like angry or horny. Well, no, it Brittany. was like tiger, tiger, burning bright. But she didn't get it. She didn't get the D- Dylan Thomas reference, and she was just sad. And, I'm taking uh, all the hands. Mutiny Radio, baby. We got hand stickers. <laughs> I'm so glad that someone's actually playing the piano. It makes me so happy when Josh is here because we have a piano here that no one ever plays. I mean, I do scales here uh, alone in the dark sometimes, but just to remember that I was, I did know how to play piano once. Yay, everything's gonna be okay. Everything's fine. Everything's fine. fine. Everything's fine and it's great. Oh my god. I'm great. having an amazing time. Yay. And you know what? If I went out today to go on a journey of the world, no one would stop me. I could drive into the horizon and I could do whatever I want. Does that uh, people forget that. Even when you have babies, you could just drive into the sunset, baby. No, there's you a lady. There's a lady that did that in the outer the outer mission. She drove straight off a cliff in the oh. outer mission in Bayview. No, and that's not what I'm saying. I'm saying don't drive into the horizon. Baby. Drive Where into do the horizon. Don't kill your baby. Didn't know that Sam was fucking crazy. <laughs> no, that's the thing. Is if I kill myself and I'm pregnant and I don't know about it, am I really a murderer? I'm oh. really afraid to have a three way because what if. God punishes me and gets me pregnant by the other guy. Pancake. Hot mic. He won't. Sam has put down the line. He says no. Sam says women. Yes, I can't sir. speak with women. I'm here. He's fine though. Am I on? No. Choose not the one. That's the probably one. the wrong one. This is choose. probably the worst one to pick yeah, out. Yeah, that was the one that can't even hear all you. Choose a different one. Choose a different one. Okay, here we go. That's better. That boom, works better. Boom, it was boom. Sam's idea to podcast, and now he's all mad. No, he's just angsty. He's a man. It happens from time to time. Also, Sam, you can never trust a fart right uh, Man, I can't hear ever behind again. the computer screen. I, I, you guys. I, I, your, face, your facial gestures are being blocked by the... I don't have a I face. I shitted myself for I'm the on first radio. time two weeks ago. Oh, good for you. Hey, talk first about time? I was in a restaurant and I trusted a fart and it was full on sludge what restaurant? in the what restaurant? Hold on, it was on, hold on. It was details on first. Details first. What restaurant? Pike Place in Seattle. What restaurant? In Seattle. You were in Seattle. What? Yeah, yeah we were in were. Seattle. What month of yeah. the year was this? This was in July of 2020, Oof. ladies and gentlemen. So this was recent, 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 recent. Okay, Bella, 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 you're proposing a lot of things now. Let me ask you some ca- questions yes, now. Yes, okay. give me some questions. I, I have a few questions for mm-hmm. you. The first being, you're obviously in a pandemic situation. You shoot yourself. Is it because you could not find a restroom? It's because, no, there was a restroom. There was a restroom because... Aaron had gone to the restroom and I was waiting there uh, with the credit cards and stuff like that. 
Where were you at? Then I she trusted a fart. Oh, excuse me, were you paying for everything, you feminist queen? Were okay, hold on. Let's I just get queen. the details anyway. out first. Let's get the details. No, I think so we can no. construct okay. the picture. Yeah, but okay, so I was waiting for the check. Where? And what restaurant? At, I, I don't know the name of it. It started with an A. It's like some it's sort in, of Athenian. It's, it's, it's in Pike Place. Pike Place. Pike Place. We had a beautiful view. Yeah, a beautiful. Sound. You get to see the whole yeah. sound. It's gorgeous. It's, you you it was fart? gorgeous. It you was gorgeous. You thought you could fart in a restaurant? And I f- because I had, I was, I was sick. So I hold on. I knew that I had diarrhea. However, I thought you that had it had was, diarrhea previous to this yes, fart? Yes, I did had had diarrhea. What made you think that you could trust this fart then? Because it's never been a problem for me. It's you never. think you never can once. have diarrhea? And I then thought just I was God. Willy nilly? I thought I was God. No, wait. Hold I had on. never you shit think- my no. pants. I'm 22. I had never shit my pants. You think you could just have diarrhea and then fart after and think there's not going to be a problem? I did. Yeah, I did. I did think that. I'm sorry. This is why kids can't go vegan. It's 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 okay as long as you wash your underwear out within ten minutes. I threw them away. Yeah, throw them away. <laughs> I threw them away, no, no, throw bro. Them away. Did they get but on they the did pants. Jo- they did the job. Did they get on the pants? Hold on, hold on. Did the did the fart poop get on the pants? I don't want to answer that. No, come on. Here's the thing, though. Don't sidetrack. If it was a good answer, she would have been proud of it. Don't sidetrack to good content. No, it's about if it gets on the pants. I don't want to answer that question. If there's poop on your pants, you have about 10 minutes to wash it out. Otherwise, those pants are toast. Where do these numbers come from? I still haven't washed them. I still haven't washed them. Where do these numbers come from? And I've worn them after that. I've worn them like three times after that, and I didn't wash them. This 10-minute figure about getting poop on clothes, where does this come from? I wore from? them like three times after that, and I didn't wash them, not even one time. I can't defend you past this point. <laughs> it's ungodly! <laughs> You'll have to go at it on your own. How do I repent? You can throw them in the freezer. Godspeed. <laughs> okay, yeah, I you get that. You can't, you can't. Here's the point. If you do <laughs> shit on anything, you have 10 minutes to get water on it and try to wash it out. What? Otherwise, where? going to be... When? It's going to be a stain on the pants forever. It's and not just on the pants, it's on the tag. Yeah, okay. On <laughs> all kinds of things. Hey, I've shit my pants too many times. Pam, so like, Pam I just I'm an expert you, at this. How do you come up with this 10-minute figure? Where is this coming because from? Because I, 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 I had a pair of pants that I is had this to throw a stu- away. Wait, can I just ask you a few questions? The first being, <laughs> is this a study <laughs> that you are like passing along to us? Study. Like this is a, a oh, so it's a personal study. So it's it's anecdotal. It's highly anecdotal. Highly anecdotal. Okay, so you have you have ha- had so how many try? Well, okay, just I have a few pants. questions. I've, let me I'll ask a few questions and you can respond to them kind of collectively. The the second question being, uh, how many trials have you had of this to determine that ten minutes is the best? Ten minutes no. is the number. That's the best time. That is the how many trials? The, the third question being, are, what is going on with your diet? Are you are do you need a diet special specialization technician? I eat a lot of, I eat a lot of hot peppers. Okay, I have all a, right. I have a problem with. Uh, you basically answered the first question. Have, so the second question is how many trials? In my bag right now, because. You shit yourself often, yes? No. No, I would, Ten say minutes. That I would say that I pee myself more than I poop myself. Yeah, how much <laughs> I would say that about myself, too. I would say that I pee myself definitely more than I poop myself. On average, that is my average... 
So the first time, the first time that I pooped myself was, it no, was. No, no, no. How many times have you had anal sex? Oh, um, twice with my ex-husband trying to save my marriage. Both yeah. times you're trying yeah. to save your so, marriage? And that's the thing is that um, I, I try to tell ladies, I try to tell men, I try to give them the thing. I'm like, hey, if you've been with a person for like, I don't know, 13 years, and they suddenly out of nowhere offer up the butt, they're going to break up with you tomorrow. So do your best, bro, your best. because wow. it's about to be over. Wow. But uh, it was my... <laughs> wow, wow, wow. Well, don't... I mean, it depends where you are. It's a good strategy. What I'm saying is that... I just that's I very real. You have a lot of poop in your butt. Aww. You have a lot of poop in your butt. How? You oh anal really? How early? How early are we talking to give up the anal? So you gotta. Where's so Josh coming from? Times. Like third third date. Had anal sex one tenth of the times I've had regular sex. That's ten percent. That's really? a high number. Ten percent. That's a ratio, high number. Uh, no, I mean with the people, with the people. Not ten percent of the times I have sex, oh, but ten percent of the people that I've had sex with, it is. So out of like oh, the, out of well, out of how many people would that's you say? That's average, then I think. It's a tenth. How many people would you say you've had sex with? But I'm going to say it's a tenth. Bella, how many people have you I'm had sex with? I'm going to say it's about 1. a tenth. Four yeah, let her just listen to the answer, motherfucker, and, and, and respect that. Come on. Respect it. When she ducks the answer and you keep asking, who is the asshole here? The, Josh Kahn, how many people have you had sex with? Um, oh, uh, um, Sam, how many people have you had sex with? Z- negative zero. Negative yeah, exactly. Zero. Virgin. Is that virgin. The that was virgin. Negative zero. Virgin. Is an imaginary number. Oh. That means he has imaginarily had sex number. with everybody. Imaginary In his imagination, number. he has had sex. Imagine I have sex with. My imagination. Yeah, Would that make me a narcissist? What if I had sex with imagination? Sam, tell your joke. You have a joke for this. You have his imagination. Joke. What if I had sex with my imagination? I know. He's I could, you could have a movie called like the 54-year-old virgin, but it turns out that it's just three 18-year-olds imaginary <laughs> smushed together. Is, in that, is that what three times 18 is? 54? Isn't it? Yeah. Excuse me? No, it's not. Uh, three times fifty-four. Three Wait. times eighteen. Okay, you, it three just, times it seemed 18. like you were trying what to catch him in a trap. It is. It is fifty-four. That's why I. That's Damn. why I said the You're joke. Yeah. He's done. Blah blah. Listen, blah, but blah. no, fifty-four. Year, fifty-four-year-old <laughs> virgin. It's three eighteen-year-old virgins in a trench coat, standing on each other's shoulders, to try to get into the. That would be like a nine foot seventeen mobile. Not. No. Listen. Not if a couple of them were dwarves. Oh, all right. They could still be eighteen-year-old virgins. You can't. All right. Good luck hiring Wee Man. He just bought a van. He's now touring America in is his it? Mercedes Sprinter van. Is he? I Wee think Man. you yeah. all Wee need Man to ease is? off on Hold that. Hold on, kind Bella. Of let's shit. just go down this Wee Man path. Listen, I actually got. I have connections to Wee Man, so you can't. So don't talk. He's a Do hot you really? Skateboarder. Um, he you know, Wee Man and Steve Horatio Sands is going to be on my podcast, so you all can fuck the fuck off. All right. Okay. Okay, Aaron. Okay, Miss. All right, Miss Aaron Atkins. One percent at a time, please. We man. 
excuse that me. That is diminutive and misogynoise. Yeah, honestly, maybe is. you're more of a misogynist than anyone I misogyny. ever Misogynoise. Oh, throw the misogyny Miss, on Sam just because he just because he just because I think the yeah. person that hangs out with Aaron yeah. Atkins the most out of any of us is exhibiting some Aaron-like qualities. Ms. Bellad- excuse me. He's just never been ribbed. He's never been ribbed. We're going you might be confused because you've been hanging out with Aaron and that Bella's been writing all of his jokes. Maybe that's why you've been hanging out. <laughs> okay, and you're like, Bella. Oh, they seem so similar. I'll take no. that for a walk. Bella's been writing all of his jokes. No, no, oh, is it no. Oh, no. Or maybe no. you're amused. Oh, oh, oh my no, God. No, no, I'm going to actively deny this that. Is all right, all right. I was no. just trying to stir the pot. Yeah, I know, I know. No, no, no. Stir the pot. No, no. If no. anything, Aaron is writing her jokes. Exactly. That's what I was he went to school I'm the codependent bitch, dude. I'm the one that's taking his oh, vibe. But you're apparently. you're taking his vibe, but you're paying <laughs> for it. So interesting. You know what? I am the I am the framework for these bitches. Like everyone's gonna get famous off my name. I'm telling you right now. Yay! I am the framework. What's I'll, Aaron? Hey, you I'll jump in your that frame, is girl. So right I'm in. on the money that it's so on. It's so. <laughs> I know it's so true. Everyone so loves good. me. Every, anyone who doesn't love you is a terrorist. Thank you so much. Anyone, I got it. Anyone who doesn't love you is ISIS. I know. Or El- anyone that doesn't love Mrs. Aaron Atkins. I'm is so Al-Qaeda. glad oh, that that is not. <laughs> I'm so glad that that is not a phrase that we all use together. It's well, my name. Ever, anyone ever met Bella Dillman? Yeah, that's me. You mm. see. Mm-mm-mm. I'm a human. She's a hilarious you writer. Read she the does... New York Times. <laughs> the New York Times has taken valuable intellectual information from me. I'm going to conspiracy theory it right now. Mm. I've thought those things, all of them. Every single thought, I thought that. I shouldn't be talking <laughs> to you then because they have a tap into your brain. I thought that. You don't know it. I thought it, though. Behind every great Aaron Atkins. Is the bitch that thinks up all the of his jokes? No, Fair not all of his jokes. No, I'm not talking about Aaron. I think up all of, like, the thing is, the, the thing is, yes, okay, in a way, in a way, in a way, I write Aaron's jokes because I am the universe. You write so Aaron. Like, you write Aaron's jokes. Let me I also gears. write your jokes, Let, let's and I also write gears. your jokes. No, have you written one of my jokes? Oh my God! Which joke of mine did oh, you write? No. I can't wait to know. The thing is, I am the queen of the universe, and I have I done all the universe. I bow. And Bowing like, down. that's the thing. That's why I I wrote all your jokes. Let's switch gears. <laughs> I'm leaving. And that means all the inspiration is about to go. But I wrote that you were leaving, so I guess that I'll I'll take on that burden. I let you think that this was your idea. Did you write my jokes about foreskin? Yes, because I am a purely uncut girl. Uncut club. Yeah, I know what it's like to get a bad circumcision because I've broke a guy's dick so bad that he had to get an adult one. No, 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 no. Circumcision, his choice, his decision. Adult. (laughs) You're an adult, bro. We're leaving. Hey, I have a baby kitty that I have to go back to potty training. Yes, your tiny baby kitty. Oh, what's your kitty's name? uh, Dottie. Dottie. Dottie, oh, oh, Dottie. Dottie, Dottie with dot. a swimmer's body. And, and Dottie is a, um, <laughs> she's a calico, and all calicos are girls. And I have a calico, and I love my calico too. And her name is Mr. Poopy Butthole. Yeah, there you that's go. That's the name yes, of my girl right. cat. That's she's right. She's a feminist. 
we call her Mister, but also Rick and Morty is the best thing that ever happened to this society as a whole. So Bitches call me Daddy, bro. <laughs> that, that's <laughs> the vibe your cat's on. Bitches call me Daddy. <laughs> but a Daddy, mm. so she has a little dot in the middle of her forehead, which is why I call her Daddy. And then it's like Daddy go potty. Oh, Daddy go potty. Daddy, you been naughty. Dottie yeah. Luminati. Dottie Lamati with the swimmer. You're so naughty. Dottie. 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 Dottie and the Illuminati. Yeah. They should admit cats. Anyway, Pam, I love you. Um, hey, thanks for being Everyone out here. there, thanks go to the GoFundMe. Go to the fucking GoFundMe. Because. Because. Mutiny Radio has to stay alive past October. And it can. We're taking it month by month, day by day. Oh, we are. And every it donation is. is counts and is appreciated. You count the pennies, I'll count the dollars. That's what my grandma. That used don't to make say sense. No, I know, but that's what my <laughs> my grandma grew up in the in the. Um, she was born in uh, 1920, and so she grew up in the middle of the depression, and she would always say to me, "You count the pennies, and I count the dollars." And she also used to say to me. You have such childbearing hips. And I would say, oh, that's so nice that I can make money someday off of children. Except that Marxism, uh, they call it labor, but you don't get paid for it. So it's weird. And we're the means of production. I like my Marxist jokes. Means of production. Means of production. Nobody reads Marx. Nobody reads anymore. Yay, go read a book, you motherfuckers. Bye. Bye. No, don't leave, Sam. Don't put your Sam, bag you on. Leaving? No. no I'm to get a I'm to be you nice. better. Yeah, we'll stay. I'm staying. Where do God. I have to go? <laughs> I, I know. <laughs> where do we have to go? I have so much cheese here. I have lots of cheese. I have, and I also have hot sauce. I bought a thing of habanero sauce today. And then the stuff. And the things. Bella and I will get deep in whatever. Oh, he does. Mm. He's 24-year-old sugar daddy. Look at that. Bye. Mm, bye. We're going to be basic bitches up in here. Hell yeah. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. You know what, though? You should roll your own. Sam, actually. So you know when people say, actually, I'm going to ask Bella. I'm going to ask Bella. So here's the thing. Master class. What can you teach a ma- I have tons of weed. What can you teach a master class on? Me? Uh, What's the thing that you know that you could teach people? Master I class. I hate everything that I'm thinking of. Everything that I'm thinking mm, of is Whatever so it is, it's fine. Cringe. Anal. <laughs> okay, so you master could class do your master anal, class. Yay! <laughs> but Sam... Sam I know teach, I'm better than that, but Sam I, can teach a master class on rolling splits. No, I can be. He, I can biking, biking, biking. Well, more than I can I mean, teach. I can teach a master class on cooking. Master class on cooking. On cooking what, Bella? On cooking. Um, what's my best dish? Yeah, we can get into food, girl, because that's my pasta whole. with cream shit. No, yeah, uh, no, no, probably dish and brada tacos or, uh, yeah, brisket tacos. Brisket, yeah. Long cooked, pull it apart, make it into tacos. Mm. Easy peasy, lemon squeezy. The I do it here a lot. you do it, dude. I, yeah, I have I plenty do. of cigarettes. Uh, um, somewhere. So, do you split this in your grinder? Yes, sir. 
So one of the things I make here at Mutiny Radio, because I have a tiny little grill, I have a tiny grill, like a baby, like a baby Coleman, you know, like the tiny ones. And so I put the coals on and I get a pork shoulder, a pork shoulder, and I crust it with super things. And then I cook it on one side until the coals run out. And then I pick it up and I redo the coals. And then I do it on the other side. And then I pull it apart and make tacos for many, many people. And it kills every time. And it's done like every damn time. Every dude. time. Where is the rest of your sprawl? Yeah, I have. A, I have a sprawl. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> who's got the lighter? Because I want to smoke this weed. I'm literally Thanks. breaking up this weed as an idiot. Thank Just you. Being an idiot. No, no, no. You're doing great. Doing great. You had a great set. Hey, here's the thing. You're an adult, and I fucking trust you, and you don't fly off the handle, and you're like a totally normal person, and I love that. I mean, no, no. I just, I'm just saying. And Sam, you did a really great job tonight too. Usually, Sam is my off the handle guy, who I can't trust, and I'm like, your behavior is irresponsible and unpredictable. Your unpredictable behavior is problematic for me, but not tonight. No, no, no. He did a great job. No, I know That's it's really just, hard. But I'm why am I the one? You did a great know. job. You, you, you're very I, funny, I, I Sam. There, I went out there and I read from my fucking book. I read from my book and I still made people laugh. Sam, and they knew, and they dude, I haven't done. I'm really still, happy you're because really I didn't. Funny. Mm-hmm, I you wouldn't really champion. Funny. I wrote, I wrote those jokes wait, wait, knowing that no matter okay. how I fucking presented them, they would get laughs. Okay, so here's the thing. Here's the thing. Uh, people people knows. get on my ass and they're like, oh, you only like Sam because he's beautiful. And I'm like, no, he's funny. Like, I don't champion him because he's gorgeous. He's funny and he writes all the time and he works really hard. And when people get on my ass and they're like, oh, he's the honeypot and you just like help him out because he's so pretty. And I'm like, yes, he's also that. But you work so hard. You write out your shit. You write a lot. You're working... And you have new but also, jokes, I and think he's that, so new. I think that Aaron is a little jealous—not jealous, but he just like he's—he's—he works really hard. No, and I agree. And that that's he why does he was too. so insulted today, is and because I've he works so hard. And I've championed Aaron in multiple contexts for for lots of time. I just think it came and out of left field for tonight, him tonight. His behavior was irresponsible and not okay. His behavior, and here's the thing. I'm not a millennial mom. I'm not going to tell you that your behavior is okay. If you fuck my shit up, I will yell in your face and say, stop fucking my shit up because you aren't my child and I really don't have any connection to you in any way. And thank you for all the gifts you brought me and all the jokes and everything. But don't fuck my shit up, bro. And if someone can't understand that about... Hey, it's my place. I set the rules. And maybe I'm a woman, and maybe you can't listen to a woman who tells you the rules. Maybe if I was a guy and I told you the rules, no, I don't fucking think that's abide true by either. it. Or whatever. So I don't think abide that's by true. Rules, I think it's just well, whenever if Aaron is insulted, you're not going to abide he... by anybody's rules, and you need to grow up and be a fucking adult. No, and I learn, do think he needs to grow and up. And learn 
I that think if he needs your to behavior is a pile of dog shit, then nobody's gonna let you continue. Exactly. To be a pile I of just dog hate. Shit. I hate this because I know how much he loves it here, and I know he's I just love being him a too. I love him like, so much. I know he's just but being he a little bit. He swore on the mic. He had 15 seconds, and he said the f word, which does not respect my clean I mic. I think it's because I, I think it's because Sam been came drinking. For him, though. Well, it's but not also about it does Sam. mean that you've been drinking. It's not about Sam at all. Sam holds it it's together. I've, how many times have I yelled at Sam? No, I haven't paid attention to your sprawl that much. Not right now. <laughs> We're a little busy. Do you, yeah, you have filters. Usually I pay attention to your sprawl, but I can't. There's just too much. <laughs> Can you get the filter first? Because I'm not good at making filters. I know. Make it first. Or you could smoke a bong like an adult. I did flip it. I put, look. Look how much fucking of my cigarettes that I put in there. Don't you fucking dare You could just smoke a bong. Y'all, these kids. I smoke a bong or a pipe. I don't know, bro. See, everyone's fucked up. Where's the lighter? Where's I have it. I have the lighter. I have a lighter. Sorry. Well, oh, this right is there. the last. Oh, I know you just you just explode. Every like men, okay. Personally, m- like both Sam and Aaron are tornadoes. You guys are cool if I there's blood on the filter. Blood on the filter? What? Whatever, dude. Only if you put it in my mouth. <laughs> like what? I'm not afraid of AIDS. I'm afraid of COVID. You know what I mean? Like. No, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> See, right there. See, boys are immediately mad. Immediately, where's my beer? Where's my cigarettes? Where's my? Why didn't you split it? Yes, you fucking did. I didn't say it like that. I didn't say it like that. Shut up. I didn't say it like that. Fuck you. I didn't say it like that. That's how Sam talks, ladies and gentlemen. I didn't say it like that. He says it's terrible. He has this funny little Boston. accent. Well, scintillating moments on the last oh. moments of this podcast. <laughs> oh, God, I know. We are just As the party out. rounds oh, down. Yeah, no, no. Well, I always pay attention to the time yeah, because I think about the auto podcast right. and what's happening of each show as a demarcation Let's do two hours of just shit talking. Well, that could be from... 10 to midnight, but there's no auto podcast, so I'd have to do it on the Amadeus and then move it over to the... See, there's things to think about. We can't all just willy-nilly go through our lives without... There's things to think think about. I spliffed it. I spliffed it. You Liar, liar, pants for hire. Everyone's so fucking liar, crazy. Liar, liar, pants for hire. That's liar, cute. liar. Pants for hire is a good well, name for a... Band. I went to high school at El Paso High in El Paso, Texas, one of the ten it's most haunted called, schools. One of the El Paso High. Yes, one of the ten, one of the ten most haunted schools in America. Look it up. You're El listening Paso to High. Watch Mojo. These are the ten most haunted schools in America. Number seven, El Paso. It wasn't number seven. It wasn't <laughs> El Paso. It was a tuberculosis. High. Rumor had it that Hospital. Mary Kate got 
fucking hung by her neck with an electrical cord because you know the what? captain we have of the catacombs. football team we have catacombs. 27 students in El Paso all get chlamydia and die. And, uh, yeah. How did that happen? That wasn't me. I didn't get chlamydia. I didn't get to, I didn't get chlamydia f- until college. I didn't get chlamydia until college. I've never had chlamydia. I've never had an STD. I actually that's not true. I only got one STD and that was for my first marriage. I was sexually transmitted debt. STD. See how I, I did that? I See how that I joke. put a I real joke, joke in there? I love that joke. Thank you. Pam, my mouth tastes like throw up. That's not my fault. It is. How how possibly you didn't eat any of my food tonight? You had none of my pork. That joke gave me cancer. It's a good joke. It's STD, a good joke. Sexually transmitted debt. It's actually what you get through marriage because it's just a contract. That's why I'll never get married again because I'm poor. There's no reason to marry me. I don't come with 12 goats. I come with nothing. (laughs) There would be no reason to combine your wealth with me. There would be no reason. Why would you do it? Why would you do it? I mean, I would do it to combine my non-wealth with someone's wealth, but I'll never get married again. But no one's going to do that. Well, I I don't know. Maybe, I don't know how. No, come on. Come on. No one's going to do that. No, I don't, and I don't want anybody to do that. No, why would you? Of course not. But also, no one's going. If I got married, I'd lose my food stamps. Like I, I wouldn't. I'd make too much money. Yeah, you marry. I want to marry someone rich. No, nah. I want to marry someone. Why would you? Who would? Who would? But also, why would you? Dude, it's like also, but it's like it, it comes with so many things, like. My cousin is married to someone very well off, and he is very Trump supporter now. Like, it's new. It's new. Like, he newly got into Trump. And I'm like, how? How did you do that? His baby has a heart condition, and he doesn't wear a mask. His baby. How little can you care? Right. Why does, what does that have anything to do with the left-right spectrum? Why does having a mask have anything to do with conservative or liberalism? I forget because I'm an idiot. No, but... you just brought it. <laughs> hold on, hold on, hold on. You just brought it up in the context of right and left politics. Yeah, what because. What does having a mask have to do with that? That's okay, I understand that, but it's never. Li- it's not libertarians that are saying this. It is people who are brainwashed by Fox News and Trump. I'm saying this because it's not right left spectrum. It is Trump propaganda. It is Trump propaganda. What, can you get, can you give an I, example? I like I respect Bella Bella. Trump you, never wears a mask. No, he doesn't. Trump does he, never wears a mask. He does, said that Is he outspoken uh, is he do you think Trump is propagating a no mask culture where he is saying well, don't wear a fucking mask. It's conservative shit and don't do it. Do you think he's doing that? I think that subliminally he does so many things because people idolize him and they're not going to go if 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 someone idolizes Trump they're not going to go against so what he, just, he does what just, he does you think just what he does there he's, are pictures of him not wearing a mask No I'm like, saying That's I'm the saying right thing to do. Well, like where is I'm him, telling where is, you no, because you're, the you're comparison here it is here it is here it is the person that he is and the followers that he has, it's like if you're an older brother or sister and you do something wrong and you're 
close little brother sees it or your close little sister sees it, they're going to think it's okay. That is the relationship that I see between Trump and his and the people that listen to him. It's not that he's Where does the mask play? It's not that he's saying no, it's not that the wearing a mask play into like liberal and and conservative politics. I'm not saying it. No, I literally just said it doesn't play into liberal and conservative politics. It plays into it plays into it plays into uh Trump propaganda. And Trump I do not think is necessarily right of the spectrum because I don't find myself being like completely a leftist. I'm just saying like I'm saying that being a being a conservative and being a liberal doesn't really matter in this time it's the people who are trump positive and those who are not agreed and trump positive people are terrible human beings that all deserve but to they die. they think <laughs> they think that if their leader if their leader doesn't find it necessary to wear a mask then they're not going to wear a mask yeah. But also the Democratic politicians have also been caught caught not wearing a mask. Also, it seems to just be like with a pants-down situation. Yes. I I'm don't really think this has to apply to left and right politics. It's just the Well, I'm saying it, it doesn't like apply to left and right politics. It's that it, it is that people are stupid and people it, forget and people don't – like this is a, a completely new normal that people are having leaders, to deal with now. If our leaders aren't wearing masks – why would people think that they should wear masks? Also, the thing about left and right... Um, because they're six No, 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 Sam. The thing about left and right is majority of the politicians that are in office are relatively right, at least moderate. Like, they are on the right side of the spectrum. Like, I know so many Democrats that are on the right side of the spectrum um, because it's not about democrat and republican even like it's about people who have very progressive views which is the very end of the spectrum and people who have very conservative views which are you can have progressive views and also believe in the economy are you aware of the metric Mm. quality of life that no i completely understand because i've taken i've taken sociology and economics classes that it's like keynesian versus whatever politics and i'm not like fucking it's not like it's not at this point it's not trickle the people who are left are not about trickle down economics because that has never been the case. Because if you you are people are hoarding money. Trickle down economics doesn't fucking exist, I'm telling you right now. That's not about right and left. And yes, some Democrats, some leftists, like in quotation marks, leftists believe in this trickle down economics idea, but that is not anything that is reasonable because as as much as people argue if people do not have to work because they're getting social uh like wellness and uh welfare money that same argument is if you're fucking rich if you're fucking you're not going to give any money to anyone else no matter how much philanthropy you do that is the fucking truth we have to back it up in that people that are getting services are oftentimes being say a mom a mother and taking care of their kids and unfortunately that is not economically viable no i like exactly i'm saying the same people who make that argument make this argument that these people should be able to hoard their money and it's different if you've been a mom for 30 years you have no w-2 you have no social security you have nothing and if your husband divorces you 
what the fuck do you have? Exactly. But you work. I'm saying this is definitely. Did you not work for 30 years? And people on the right working together. So I'm a Marxist. So I'm saying what labor is labor? What labor is valued? Why is sex work not valued? Why is being a mom not valued? Why are things that are predominantly women-based that are work, that we say are work, aren't really work? And that's what changes things is that what labor is – so I'm an artist, and why is my labor not economically viable? Exactly. Well, I guess my Even if you're doing work. Enough. If you're I doing guess work. I my art's not good enough. Or so then I have this mutiny radio, and I'm trying to promote everyone else's art. Maybe that'll work as a thing. But the point is that art in our society is not monetarily viable because we've all chosen as a group to say that it's nothing. We've culled it out of the schools. Exactly. We've culled it out of everything. But that's what forwards our society is free thinkers. Yeah, and in a society that we are cutting down on the laborious work that we are using robots and uh, robots like other, can't other make means. Art. Actually, no, I know. It, I mean, yeah, that's the thing. That's what that's what's scary oh, to no, me. They can. But so if we're if we're if we're cutting down if we're cutting down on but also I do think that art is getting more interesting in that you have to use more of your 